Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon to you. We say hello to you from the capital city, Jimmy B and TC. And, of course, you can always get on the show easily at 264-1700. Again, that's 264-1700 to join the program. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you today. 1225 Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. At 1 o'clock, Ken Silverstein will be our guest at 2 o'clock, Ryan Van Bibber, NFL from SB Nation. And at 225, Zach Reimer, Bleacher Report on Major League Baseball. How are you doing, my brother? Uh, not too bad, Jimmy B. How about yourself? Uh, we, we've heard from you, but you're out sunning and fun and doing your thing. You're, you're back and actually ready to work, huh? Yeah, it's amazing just what a couple of days of R and R will do for you. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta re, you gotta reignite. You gotta get those juices flowing again. Trent, we're coming up here on August, and that means the beginning of football, and I cannot wait. I'm right there with you. And in fact, we got preseason football. I believe a week away. Does that sound right? A week away from yes. the uh, the kickoff game. Yeah, the Hall of Fame game. That's exactly right. Yeah, I can't. I mean, look, it. <laughs> the starters generally play like a series, maybe two, mm-hmm. and then it's people that you've never heard of before. But but everybody watches the game because it's football. That's why everybody watches. And Arizona Dallas will be the uh, two teams this year in it. The enshrinement that'll happen. Uh, it, it's a fun one, and you're right. I mean, we get excited for the football. The football turns out to be terrible. You're tuning out, certainly by the time you get to the second half. But football, football, football. Yeah. It's it's what drives <laughs> it. It's It's been a long summer, and Jimmy B, my summer's over. You know why? Why? The Minnesota Twins, that's why. It's oh. over. <laughs> it's officially over again last night. I had a huge meeting this morning. I had to get some sleep, but I couldn't. Because the Twins actually held a lead, and then the bullpen blew it. The Dodgers, man, they're good. They're, they're so good. good, Jimmy B. Watching them they over are. the, you know, for nine innings each of the last three nights, the way you know that they are, just the approach at the plate that they take, their bullpen arms. We know Kershaw, and we'll see what he is when he gets back from that injury. But the depth of the starting rotation, the depth of the bullpen, top to bottom lineup wise, they're really, really good, Jimmy B. They really are. Look, I mean, they, they're they on a, a tremendous roll right now, the Dodgers are. You know, they haven't won this many games this early since 1974. Hmm. And Los Angeles is just going gaga over what the Dodgers are doing. And, Trent, it seems like they come up with a big clutch hit almost every night. Yeah. I mean, last night it, last night it was Turner. The night before, it was Bellinger. Uh, the night before that, it was Puig. Uh, it's it's just unbelievable how this team keeps doing what they're doing. And then you take a look right in the Midwest and the Kansas City Royals, yes. who we talked about earlier, were they going to be buyers or sellers? Trent, the Royals have won eight in a row. Mm-hmm. Eight in a row. Hosmer goes for the Grand Slam last night. And unbelievable now what Kansas City is doing. Yeah, eight in a row for them. Cleveland, they've won six in a row. They're, those two teams have kind of separated themselves out. We talked about the race, you know, for the wild card of the American League. 
and we've already seen Kansas City make a couple of moves. I mean, do you put all your chips to the middle of the table? They know they're not going to be able to resign, you know, Lorenzo Cain and Hosmer and Moustakis. It's just not in the finances for an organization like Kansas City. They know that. So is it time to say the heck with it? Let's give it one more roll here and see if we can catch a, you know, lightning in a bottle for a third time and make it back to a World Series? I, I would agree with that. I, I really would. There's no reason to cheat the fans. No reason whatsoever. They have stood by this team, mm-hmm. and they're a game and a half out behind the Indians. And and this is this is a club right now that is believing that they are definitely in it to win it. They they really are. And they're uh, as I mentioned, a game be, a game and a half behind uh, Cleveland, who all of a sudden has gotten hot as well. But when you think about what the Royals have, and if they have been able now to flip that switch, wouldn't you be shopping if you're Kansas City? Wouldn't you try to shop and, and, and get a rent-a-player for the rest of the season that you truly believe that can help you? And then what you can do after this season, Trent, is you can do what the Houston Astros did. Mm-hmm. Let it go, blow it up, and then start to rebuild again. You know, the the spots that you look at that they need help. They could use certainly a little bit more depth in the rotation. They can need a fifth starter. Now, there's two routes that you can go. You know, you can go out and you can get somebody cheap to fill in, a guy that's going to be better than what you have on the back end right now with a guy like Travis Wood. You know, you you go down that route and just fill in that fifth spot. Or you take a look here and say, why don't we use one of those rental players? Why, why don't we get involved with the U Darvishes? You know, that, that one continues to be a big talking point of what's going to happen with him and, and who's going to be involved. And he came out with his list, and the Cubs weren't on it, of his uh, trade list. So people are all fired up about that. You know, there, there's so many rumors out there. But if you're Kansas City, as good as Houston is, as good as the Red Sox can be, the Yankees, even the Indians, mm-hmm. They've shown, they are the team that has shown, you don't have to be great in the regular season. Just get in, and you can get right. things done. So if I'm them, I, I'm right there. I, you have the eight-game winning streak. It's happening at a perfect time. Go out there because there is going to be a rebuild coming. It, it might be still another year or two down the road, but at some point in the not-too-distant future, the Royals are going to be a team that's going to have to rebuild knowing that what you have right now, a team that's been the third-best team in baseball since May started. That's the other, They got off to such a bad start and dug themselves such a bad hole. But this has been a good team now going on three months on its way to a fourth So you take that month away and realize what this team has been. I say absolutely. Go all in, not just with the yes. guy to fill out the rotation, but some big names. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, you owe it to the fans. Because the fans have supported you. They supported you even when you got off to that horrific beginning. And now that you are right in the hunt, with a game and a half back, there's no reason to blow it up now. You know you can you can explain to the fans when this season is over, hey, look, small market team, we're going to have to do these measures, and we're going to do this, this, and this so that we survive, but we're going to be back in a year or two just give us a chance. Just let us rebuild a little bit. The fans will totally get that because they've had a really good run here in the last, what, four years or so? Mm-hmm. So, it, Which includes a World Series title. So the, I, think, I think from that aspect, 
I think that the Royals fans would definitely get that and would understand it. And I think that the fans would be all in as well if Kansas City says, hey, look, we're going to give give it one more shot here uh, before we really have to blow it up and start over. There has been some uh, moves already this morning. A couple of local teams involved and a local guy involved, Jimmy B. Right. Dan Jennings, the uh, former West Des Moines Valley star. He's making his way south down to Tampa. The Rays are another team that, you know, they're not going to go out there and spend a ton. But they've been tweaking things, tweaking that bullpen and another good arm there. Jennings burned into a, a pretty nice minor uh, major leaguer uh, with the White Sox. And, well, the White Sox, again, they're, they're trading away anything that isn't nailed down right now. Boy, you're pretty right on that. Yes, they're about ready to uh, just give away the entire team. Look, uh, you missed Jennings, right, when he played at Valley? You yeah. didn't get to Des Moines? Till, okay, so you missed him when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. But this is a this is a kid that is going to fit in nicely with Tampa Bay. And people are go shaking their head going, Tampa Bay, what are they doing? They're two and a half out. Yeah. Two and a half out right now behind the Red Sox. The mm-hmm. Yankees one game out. So, yeah, they're, they're doing exactly what the Royals will be doing. Yep. They're going to they're gonna go all in and then see what happens this year, knowing that they will have to make difficult decisions after this season is over. But if you're honest with the fans and let them understand that, just like what we referenced about the Houston Astros, they were honest with the fans. They say, look, we're going to suck for a couple of years, <laughs> but just give us a chance. And now look where the Astros are with a 17-game lead in the American League West. It will pay off. It will. So uh, Bob Nightingale just came out with a tweet, speaking of those okay. Kansas City Royals. Uh, they're in talks right now with the Blue Jays on Francisco Liriano. Wow. Yeah. Now, Liriano, wow. he's been awful this year and, and for his career. So I remember his first start of his career, Jimmy B. This is way back. So I'm doing my show up in Cedar Falls on uh, okay. the mighty 1650, the fan up there. <laughs> the blowtorch. Yeah. Uh, probably about <laughs> the one a, kilowatt. Yeah, exactly. One watt station. Now, so I'm up there doing my show. And he was uh, awesome in the bullpen. And they're, all right, it's time. He's, they built him back up. They got enough to stretch him out so he could become a starter. And he was starting against the Astros and Roger Clemens. So told everybody, back then, I was, well, I was just finished of school, but uh, didn't have DirecTV at the time. Just had the local okay. cable package. And we didn't have Fox Sports North. We had uh, Comcast Chicago on our cable package. So I had to go to the bar to watch the game. So I told all the oh, Twins fans to come tough on duty. out. See now, <laughs> yes. now you're doing now you're doing what I do. See? Yes, yes. It was well back then. I was like Jimmy B. You know now <laughs> things are a little bit differently. But yeah, back then that's what I was able to do. Went out there, met a bunch of people, watched an unbelievable game with Liriana going up against Clemens. So that's going back a time. He is not the same pitcher anymore after the injuries that he has had. It has been inconsistent up and down. We do know though, dynamic arm, and maybe you know you can recapture something. A new voice in his ear, a new pitching coach can can find a little tweak that'll help him out. I don't think you'd have to give up a ton for Liriano either. So I like that. I, I like that move certainly a lot if the Royals are looking at a guy like that to fill out the back end of, of the rotation. All right. I, I agree with you 100%. I would like that move as well. Let me drop this one on you. Sonny Gray is pitching lights out right now in mm-hmm. his last five or six starts for the Oakland A's. Who do you think gets Sonny Gray? 
Oh, boy. I, I've seen a lot more chatter recently about the Yankees, and that's the one that makes the most sense, right? Uh, the Yankees, still as they've rebuilt things themselves, pretty good rotation down, uh, excuse me, uh, down on the farm. they got a deep system, a lot of guys that they can move. They brought up some of theirs. A lot of the younger guys are still a couple away. So that's one that makes sense to me. If I had to put money down on who's going to do it, I'm going to put the Yankees down for Sonny Gray. Okay, fair enough. I'm with you on that. I have a feeling that that's the way that that's going to go. They can probably offer up the best deal that mm-hmm. the A's would like as well with, with what they have. Uh, the Cubs right now in first place in the National League Central Division. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Cardinals and Pirates the other day. They're still in striking distance. I mean, I know that the Cubs right now, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10, uh, but the Cardinals are starting to find ways to win. The Padres are, or the uh, Pirates are finding ways to win. Cardinals are three and a half out. Padres, uh, Pirates four games out. So this is a, this division is not over. I mean, if, if, if you're a Cubs fan, you're thinking, okay, now, now we've, we've switched, we flipped the switch. It's time to get it going. But yet you still have two teams that are easily within striking distance. The Cubs have played 100 games. They're six games above 500 now, 53 and 47. That means simple math. They got 62 games left. Let's say they play well. They play really well. They play at a 580 win clip. A 580 win clip. Let's see who's even playing at 580 right now. Uh, only the only the Dodgers, I think. Well, no, they're playing at about a 700 win clip. Uh, no, they, yeah, they yeah. are. They are playing 700 uh, at a 580 clip. Let's at, see. About uh, like the Diamondbacks. You know, who yeah. are, are 15 games above 500. That's a pretty good win percentage. And over the course right. of the season. If you play 580 baseballs, I do the math here, that means you're winning 94 games. So to play at that clip, to play at that kind of pace the rest of the year, over mm-hmm. 62 games, that would give them 36 more wins on the year. That would give them 89 wins on the season. That's still playing at a better clip than they are right now. 89, I think they're safe. They're winning this division probably pretty comfortably if they get to 89 wins. You with me there? Yes, I am. But let's say they continue at the same pace that they're playing right now. That's a 530 okay. win percentage. So do the math here as I punch it into the keyboard because I can't do this, you know, by hand, Jimmy B. Well, I know that. I know you have to have electronic help. I understand <laughs> perfectly. So they're about an 86 win pace. 86, I think, gets it done. Anything less than that, though, with the Brewers, the Cardinals, and the Pirates all still with opportunities. I think we're talking about a real chase into the final week. So if they continue on the pace they're on, issues. They win better. They play like they have since the All-Star break. I do think they still will win this thing comfortably. Uh, I, want a, I want a race. You know I don't want the like last year where it was over by the mid-July. That is yes, not the case yeah. right now. So I'm good if there is a race. Now, we would like the Cubs to win the uh, division title, mm-hmm. but still I, I would like a race with the Brewers, the Cardinals, and the Pirates all trying to run them down a little bit. Boy, the Brewers have fallen on hard times, 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And that brings us to, in case you missed it, it's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. If you're in the market for a new roof or if you just have a small leak you need to get fixed up, Give the guys over at Wolf Construction Roofing a call today. Jimmy B, you mentioned the Brewers. 
It wasn't yes. very good. It, it wasn't good. No. It, it was it was ugly. They let it get away against the Nats again. But your grandson, your grandson hits his first career homer, Jimmy B. <laughs> we got to take a listen to that one from last night. There's a fly ball hit back into deep left field, and Brinson has his first bomb in the big leagues. <laughs> no cheapy there either. Well, Lewis Brinson, that's got to feel good for the young man. My goodness. I can't believe you weren't at the game. Your grandson hits his major league first home run, and you weren't even there. I tried to catch a flight, but they were like 1500 bucks. It was unbelievable. Oh, so I told him, when, I, when I, te- I sent a text to him, and I just said, when you get your next paycheck, fly me in. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Papa Brinson will be on his way out there to watch his that, grandson. That's it. Uh, I'm going to guess that, uh, no, Lewis Brinson, no relation, though the same last name. I'm going to guess probably not related to you. Is that fair? Probably not. No, no. Let's go. But it's a good story. I like the story. And, I'm uh, going to go with it. I'm going to go with it until somebody calls me on it. There you go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, let's go to uh, the Royals game yesterday. You mentioned Hosmer, uh, the monster performance that he had. Five hits in the game, including this one, a grand slam first of the career for Mr. Eric Hosmer. How about that? center field grand slam for eric hosmer it is a nine run seventh inning Woo! that ball was powdered out of here oh good for haas that is a money swing and hit first career slam there it was jimmy b 16-2 for those red high royals last night you know, I saw I saw a stat, and I can't remember where I saw it, but I think they have, against the, De- the Detroit Tigers, scored 16 runs against the Tigers on three different occasions. That's unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, that's when I saw that stat. I thought, my God, that's unbelievable. Not, I'm not talking this season. You're right. But since they, yeah, but since in recent history, since they've been playing the Tigers, three separate times they have scored over 16 runs against Detroit. Well, let's uh, continue with another hot team. Not quite as hot as those Royals, but playing pretty well. It is the Chicago Cubs and Anthony Rizzo. It was a tight game early on. He blows things open in the fifth. Deep to center. Engel chasing, and he's going to have to play it right at the base of the wall. Three runs will score. Four nothing. Cubs here in the fifth. And game number four of that series as they are in Chicago on the south side of town for game two of the uh, back half of a two and two road split with the Cubs and White Sox tonight. John Lester on the bump against Mike Pelfrey. You, you look at it, it's uh, pretty nice when you can play your in-city rival and you can go home at night and sleep in your own bed. No hotel, none of that stuff. You can just uh, enjoy it when you have two teams in the same city. But Jimmy B, with all this, the highlight of the yes. night doesn't come with the local team. And in a game that finishes with the final score of 22-10, to 10, the highlight has nothing <laughs> to do with what actually happened between the lines. It was what happened in the on-deck circle. Rangers Marlins last night. Here's the call. Tell him to get. Tell him Adrian. Oh, Adrian, Adrian to out of the way. Oh, no, oh boy, he's just about to kick him out of the game. Come on. 
That is one of the strangest things I've seen. And now Jeff Bannister out. Well, now Bannister's been ejected. And once he was told, move back to the batting circle or get in the batting circle, he said, okay. I'll just move it over here. Uh, Jerry Davis is uh, one of the senior umpires in the American League. He's in his 34th year. And he must not have any sense of humor. It's a great point, Jimmy B. No sense of humor there. Beltre was told that he had to get closer to the on-deck circle. He likes to stand pretty right. close to the, uh, the, you know, the, the actual batter. So he's up there close. So what does he do? He picks up that stupid little nylon thing that they have out there that nobody actually stands on in the on-deck circle, moves it closer to him, and gets ejected. Come on. <laughs> I, I know. I, I thought it was pretty humorous. Yeah. First, if, if, if I was the ump, I probably would have laughed at it and walked over to him and said, that's pretty funny. Okay, now put it back and, and just uh, let's, let's get on with this and play mm -hmm. the game. He says, but that was pretty cool. If, if, probably if he would have done that, probably nothing would have been said or done. But apparently, after 35 years of being an umpire, zero sense of humor when it came to something like that. Ooh, that was ugly. That, that was, was ugly. funny, yeah. Speaking yeah. of ugly, we will wrap things up with the way I wrapped up my evening last night. Uh, I'll be swearing off mic here as I was swearing at the comeback from the Dodgers, a 5 nothing lead, not enough for the Twins, and their god-awful bullpen. So it's up to Chase Utley now. Line to deep center, granted on the move. Back toward the wall, he can't get it. Forsyth scores, Grandal's home. Ugly is at second base. The Dodgers are back to within one. The pitch to Forsyth, there goes Hernandez. Fly ball, short center field, and it is caught by Granite. Here comes Turner, the throw goes wild and gets into the seats. From down 5-0 to a tie game in the eighth. Three balls, two strikes, two out. Now the pitch to Turner. Line drive, base hit into left field. Here comes Barnes. The Dodgers have done it again. Beyond belief. Justin Turner, the game-winning RBI single. All right, enough of that garbage, Jimmy B. Oh, I've heard enough oh, of it. Oh, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> uh. They're toast, pal. They're toast. They are. Not just them falling back, but the way that the Indians and the Royals are playing right now, it is not looking good, no doubt about it, for the Twins. And uh, I saw a couple reports. They traded away uh, John Ryan Murphy, who was uh, supposed to be the heir apparent catcher. That has not worked out. But after they got Jaime Garcia, he's slated to pitch tomorrow. They might trade mm -hmm. him before he even pitches a game for the Twins. Wow. Wow. That, that'll be interesting yeah. if that takes place either today or tomorrow morning before he even pitches. They're uh, possibly looking at not just trading him away, but also trading Irvin Santana, Brian Dozier, a lot of interest in those guys. How quickly it can change, Jimmy B, going from buyers to sellers, and that's the case right now for my Twinkies. There's just no question about that, and I'm and I'm sorry. I knew it was it was a great first run. You were honest about it on yep. the air. You kept you kept waiting for the other shoe to drop, and unfortunately, it looks like it finally has. Yes, it has dropped now, Jimmy B. Well, coming up on the other side, we're going to talk to another Twins fan, Alex Halstead's going to join us. Though no, we're not going to talk much. I said much. We'll talk a little about the Twins. We're going to talk Cyclones with him, Jimmy B. And the uh, the basketball schedule is out for next year. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm ready for this. This is going to be a lot of fun. We'll go through some of the games, all of that. Uh, Alex Halstead will be our guest, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. He'll come to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Jimmy B and TC, we're just getting started, everybody, as we roll all the way till 3 o'clock today, right here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, the government has the power to take everything you own, your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. For over 10 years, Oxford Tax Partners have been helping people just like you settle, reduce, or eliminate tax debts. We can do the same for you, but you have to call now. 1-800-424-0029. When you call, you'll receive a free consultation with one of our tax advisors. We also specialize in helping people with unfiled returns, wage garnishments, tax liens, and bank levies. Don't make the big mistake of thinking you can handle your tax problem on your own. Stop the collection process. Call Oxford Tax Partners today at 1-800-424-0029 for your free consultation. Tax advisors are standing by to help you put your tax issues behind you once and for all. That's 1-800-424-0029. 1-800-424-0029. Can you finish this little ad phrase? Ace is the place with the... Right, most people know it's with the helpful hardware folks. But this message isn't about Ace hardware. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? you know, memorable and powerful, then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day-get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. 
Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody. Welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. It's always fun when we have a chance to catch up with Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. How are you, Alex? I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great, pal. Uh, let's get this out of the way, okay, quickly before we get into Iowa State stuff. Trent is bumming. Uh, he figures you're probably doing the same thing. Are the Minnesota Twins officially toast? Yeah, I think it's starting to trend that way. I know the Dodgers are good, but uh, things went south in a hurry there. And uh, I was saying before we, we came on that, uh, yeah, at least they made it to August this year. It's a, another step, I guess, for them. But it's starting to look like by Monday they might be sellers. Well, Alex, uh, yeah, our Twins have really struggled. It has been a rough week and a, a rough one as they've been out against the Dodgers, as we know. Certainly an excellent team. But uh, hope springs eternal both in baseball and, well, fall springs eternal for uh, the football side of things. We talk about it in baseball. The same thing happening for Iowa State. Before we get to the football field, some basketball news and notes, including the bracket being released for the Puerto Rico tip-off and then the whole non-conference schedule released today for the Cyclones. A couple of highlights that you saw as uh, the full release comes out today for Iowa State Hoops. Yeah, there's really three highlights, and the ones that came out today, uh, you just kind of filled out the schedule. The highlights, we've already known, no new really big highlights on it, but you know the three highlights of their non-conference schedule are opening against Missouri on November uh, 10th. And, you know, that's an interesting game, obviously, just because Missouri brings in the number one player in the country and Michael Porter, um, plus a couple other really good recruits with him, and they'll be completely new look. I mean, they go from being pretty bad in recent years, so I think having some optimism around their program, plus a former Big 12 and back to the Big 8 rival. Uh, the Cyhawk game is December 7th, and that's in Ames this year on, on a Thursday night again. And then, um you know, the other big high major for Iowa State is, is Tennessee this year in that Big 12 SEC Challenge in, in late January. And Tennessee loses some pieces, too, so it's not like it's, a, you know, you're getting Kentucky, but another high major school. And you know, the Puerto Rico thing will be interesting. Um, I think they should win their first two games, but I think there's so many unknowns about Iowa State and that you don't know for sure. But the first two games are Appalachian State and then either Tulsa or Western Michigan. And, and those teams do return some players, and so – other teams that can catch you by surprise. But if you can get to that championship, you're probably going to face a team like South Carolina or, you know, maybe an Illinois State, if, but they do lose quite a few players. So not as many highlights, but I think that probably sets up for a decent non-conference for this year's team. You're going to be so young. You want a couple games where you can get acclimated against a, a Milwaukee or uh, an Alcorn State late in the non-conference portion. But a few high majors. Um, that will give fans something to watch uh, in the months of November and December. 
Alex Halstead is our guest, 24-7 Cyclone Alert on the Draft House 50 hotline. Alex, let me just kind of follow up here a little bit. They do have a pretty good schedule. Trent and I had a conversation yesterday that we both believe that Iowa State most likely will be the most interesting team in the state, reason being it's like the magical mystery tour. We Nobody really knows how this is all going to play out or really even what the starting five is going to look like. Do you get that same sense as well? Yeah, this is going to be a really interesting team starting, you know, really November 5th with the uh, exhibition game against Emporia State, you know, just an exhibition. But that's going to be the first time we see these guys in action. And I don't know how, how long it will take us to really see what this lineup is going to look like. I'm sure they're going to have to tinker with things early on. I mean, we assume that Donovan Jackson and Linda Wigginton will start at the one and two, and Solomon Young will probably start at one of the forwards. And I assume Nick Babb right now is in line to start at the three, but there's a forward spot up for grabs between – um, Jeff Beverly and Hans Brace, and that was uh, Zoran Talley from uh, Old Dominion probably joins that mix. You know, there, so there's a lot of different questions about how the lineups fit. You know, who's who's after, you know, Nick Babb and uh, Donovan Jackson and Linda Wigginton at the guard spots. You know, Terrence Lewis may, might get a shot to really contribute. So there's so many new pieces that we don't know what to expect. Uh, I didn't even mention Mard, you know, who <laughs> we talk about a ton of, as, a, as a mystery. So there's so many new pieces. They return five only five players from last year's roster, and two of those are Jacoby Long and Cameron Bard, who we have never seen. So, um, I mean, I guess we saw a little bit of Jacoby last year, but so many unknowns that I think it's going to take us well into, you know, probably close to the Big 12 season to know what this team looks like. And um, like you said, there are some challenges out there on the non-conference schedule. I don't think it's as loaded as maybe it would be in 2018 when they go to Maui, you know, and face a gauntlet of a schedule there. But you still get some teams like a, a Missouri team that's much better than when they initially scheduled them, an Iowa team that um, is going to be uh, improved from what was uh, an improving team last year that went to the NIT. And, um, I think Tennessee, obviously, is just a high major. So there are some challenges on that schedule. You and I is a team that Iowa State always just struggles with in recent years, and that's down in Des Moines. So um, some challenges there, but I think we're going to find out pretty quick what this team looks like and maybe it takes into Big 12, though, to settle that lineup and settle that rotation. CycloneAlert.com, the place to go with Alex Halstead as he runs things, part of 24-7 Sports, and he joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Alex, uh, with basketball, you mentioned the newest name to the list, Zaron Talley, a guy that comes in with two years of eligibility, even as a grad transfer, eligible right away. Sounds like a, a guy that scrappy, little undersized, can do some things inside. Tell us what you found out about Talley and, and what kind of impact you think he can make. Yeah, you know, I talked to Tally. They added him last week. This has been a long time coming. He actually visited back in, in May around when they got Michael Jacobson, and it took a few months longer. There's obviously been the first part. He's got to graduate, you know, really quickly from Old Dominion because he's going to have the two years. He's going to graduate, I think he told me, around August 5th, and then get to Iowa State around August 17th. So he won't have the benefit of a summer at Iowa State, but he's working out on his own. And, you know, probably fits in that four-type guard or four-type forward spot you know i think some people compare him to maybe uh, a daryl Bowie in terms of position wise you know I, I think maybe he could go down to the three if they go in certain lines but he's not really a three-point shooter like you said he's more of a scrappy uh inside guy that you know i think does rely on getting to the basket and getting to the rim and those sorts of things and so you know i think just another piece for them to add you know now i think they've got what 10 eligible players this year i don't think they'll probably add another player at this point and so 
it's kind of what they're working with. And the positive of Tally, like you said, is that he's got two years as a grad transfer. And, you know, if he can even do what he did in uh, Conference USA, which he was the sixth man of the year in the Conference USA, be that type of guy off the bench for them, a role player, you know, Iowa State could probably use a player like that. He might get quite a bit of opportunity this year, depending on how the lineup shakes out, and then uh, a good piece to have for 18-19 in terms of depth. Alex Halstead is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. We're talking right now about the Iowa State Cyclones uh, basketball. Alex, if you kind of had to look at it, and I know that we're calling it the Magical Mystery Tour for Iowa State, where would you have them right now in the Big 12? Yeah, the you know the, the CBS, I think, put out their poll, and, you know, at least – some fans I saw weren't that enthused about uh, where they had them. They had them ninth, and you know I think you know really from seven to seven to ten, you really don't know how the Big Twelve could shake out. You know, you know some of the teams that are going to be at the top. You know, Kansas and uh, West Virginia are kind of both projected to be up there. Uh, Texas now because they got uh, another top recruit laid, and uh, TCU is going to be much improved and probably be up there. Oklahoma, you know, but. You know, the teams at the bottom, I think, are probably right now in most people's minds, uh, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Kansas State, uh, Texas Tech lost a lot again. And you know, those four teams, I think, are people probably have towards the bottom. Baylor's still a question, although you know, I don't know if people have that as far down towards the bottom. But you know, Iowa State was picked ninth, like I said, in, in the way too early CBS poll, because I think there's so many unknowns about a lot of these teams that we're going to have to wait a little bit longer to see what happens and that sort of thing. But you know, I would probably put them – I'm probably a little bit more optimistic than nice because I think I've got some questions about, you know, Kansas State as well and Texas Tech. But, you know, I could see them anywhere from seven to nine probably uh, right now. And, you know, once we know more about what Linda Wigginton can do as a true freshman and uh, how big of a stride Nick Babb took, you know, maybe they can push their way up into that seven area. That's probably where they're going to need to be to be on the bubble is seventh in the Big 12. So, you know, maybe anywhere from seven to nine right now, but so many unknowns because you know who's going to step up to be a scorer, and we don't know you know how much different they're going to look because outside of Donovan Jackson, there's a lot of unknowns about who who starts shooting the three pointer. So um, a lot of questions as we get closer and closer to the season. But at least for now, Irish roster is settled, and now we can start to you know maybe pick apart you know what they might look like. Let me do a uh, let me do a quick follow up then on that. What do you hear about the brace kid, Hans Brace? Uh, how is his knee? That sort of scenario, and will he be ready to go come practice time? Yeah, we don't know much about him. I mean, George and Yang. Uh, I talked to George and Yang last week, and he said he remembers him being a really good player when they played against each other in AAU. I think he can contribute at the Big 12 level. We saw him put up numbers at, at Princeton, uh, a program that has had success. I know it's not the same level, but they've had success. The whole question, like you said, is how does he hold up health-wise? And I, he didn't play in the Cap City League because it wasn't worth risking something for the Cap City League. And uh, I think he's mostly just done individual workouts, hasn't been fully – I don't know where he's at in, in terms of fully cleared. I don't think they've – they're just starting to get into full-team workouts because they've had some minor injuries, and Linda Wigginton was overseas, and – so they're just starting to pretty soon here do actual five-on-five stuff. It's mostly been individual stuff. But we'll probably have a better idea, I think, in August and early September, you know, what his health looks like. But they're they're counting on him for this season, and I think he can contribute at this level. And, you know, if he's healthy, I would assume that he's probably, the you know, maybe the leader to take that fifth starting spot. 
um, over Beverly, but uh, that'll be interesting to watch. I think that's kind of the one key thing is we know Solomon Young, uh, what he has done and, you know, what he'll be expected to do this, this year, but, you know, what do Lard and Beverly and Brace and now Tally, what, which ones of those guys step up at the other forward spot? Alex, over to a little bit of football with you before we let you run. A couple weeks back during uh, uh, media days, we were able to see the depth chart for the first time pre-fall camp. Uh, what's a race uh, for a position, a starting spot, or even a backup spot that intrigues you most heading into fall camp? Yeah, I think, you know, there's really, I think, four battles overall. I think one of them that really intrigues me is the third receiver spot. You know, Alan Lazard is at the one receiver, obviously, and then, They've got Trevor Ryan and DeShante Jones both at the M receiver spot, and those guys will both play significant snaps no matter which one plays the first snap of Northern Iowa or any game. But the other receiver spot is, you know, a three-way battle between um, Hakeem Butler and, uh, you know, Carson Epps. And, and uh, you know, they're still trying to figure that position out. And I think Hakeem Butler probably leads the way at that position. Um, you know, Marching Murdoch from Illinois is the, the third guy in there. But it's not as much about who starts, but who, who ends up getting the main reps of that position because they've got a lot of receivers you know, that can play right away. And a couple names that aren't even on the depth chart, Jalen Martin, who's going to be a redshirt freshman this year, and uh, Josh Johnson, who's going to be a true freshman, but it sounds like he might play immediately. There's, uh, they, don't need, you know, they don't need all those guys to play this year probably, but they have so many different options that right now I think – it's going to be a battle to figure out who gets their snaps. You know, we know Lazard and DeShante Jones and Trevor Ryan will get uh, quite a few of them, but who kind of pushes their way to get uh, get some of the other ones. But, you know, the backup quarterback, I think, is one that people are going to be asking about a lot, you know, between Zeb Noland and Kyle Kemp. And that one kind of begins next Monday when they begin fall camp is uh, figuring out which guy is going to be Jacob Park's uh, main backup. Alex, it's one of those kind of things where, They've got a lot of tools, at least offensively, with the wide receivers, running back, quarterback now is established. Is your major concern as we sit here today still the offensive line and the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, I think, you know, for sure offensively, that was a question that I think some of the national people latched on to a little bit when they were, you know, writing about Iowa State down. Um, when we were in Frisco, and I think it's probably the big question is the offensive line because people are starting to realize some of the tools they do have offensively, like you said with Jacob Park. This is going to be the first time ever in his college career that he's had a full off season at the same school. He's been settled in, and we saw what he did in four or five games last year and what Lazard did when Park was his main quarterback. And then David Montgomery only played half the season, basically, if you go by reps and had 500-plus yards and – we know what some of the receivers can do. So it's kind of up to what does that offensive line do, I think. What can it do in protecting Park, but what can it do in, in their run game? And if their offensive line is healthy and guys like Jake Campos and uh, Julian Good-Jones and Bryce Meeker and um, those guys solidify themselves, that offense, I think, could be really good and could be enough to keep up and keep pace with a high-scoring league. Um, so the offensive line is definitely the offensive question. Defensively, you know, I think they feel really good about the secondary because you got a lot of experience back there. You know, you have uh, Brian Peavy and uh, DeAndre Payne and Kamari Cotton Moya. You know, they brought in Reggie Wilkerson from Georgia, who's in, in line to start at the other safety. So they've got a lot of experience back there. But 
we don't know much about their defensive line. We know a lot of the talent they have, but who steps up? And uh, now that they kind of lack experience there, who steps up? So I think the trenches remain the big questions. The defense should be improved, but how improved is it? And can the offensive line kind of solidify itself? Because you know, when you look at the offensive line, they, they feel good about it, but there's only about seven deep that they probably feel pretty comfortable about. So, you know, who steps up beyond them, and, and how do those seven really look? Alex, next time we talk, it'll be August, and that means, well, we will see football during that month. Looking forward to it. Thanks, as always, for your time. I know a lot of basketball recruiting notes we got to get to probably next week when we talk next. Never a downtime in the world of Alex Halstead over at Cyclone Alert. Thanks, as always. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Good stuff out of Alex. Jimmy B, and uh, it's coming. Football season. We're, we're locked and loaded I can't now, wait. right? Yes, we are. We're we're like diving in, diving in head first and jumping in feet first, pal. I am getting ready for football, and it all gets underway here in the next week. This is going to be a lot of fun. Look, some NFL camps have already opened. Yep. When we come back, there's a possibility that a quarterback might get signed to an NFL team. Mm. We'll tell you that story coming up as we continue. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Macy's Super Weekend Sale sizzles with 30 to 75% savings, plus an extra 10 to 20% off with your Macy's Carter Savings Pass. Men's Levi's Jeans, Polo, Shorts, $19.99 to $49.99. Junior Styles, 25 to 40% off. Steve Madden and Betsy Johnson Backpacks, 25% off. Select Luggage, 50% off, plus a $50 mail-in Macy's gift card. Right now at Macy's. Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply. Gift card details in store. At the United States Postal Service, we don't just carry your product to its destination. We deliver your business, representing you and all of your hard work with pride. It's almost as if you're the one showing up to the customer's door, greeting them with a smile. Because when you ship with the United States Postal Service, your business becomes our business. That's why we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority, you. It's the Rethink Kitchen and Bath event now at the Home Depot. Time to take your kitchen or bath from shab to chic in very little time and even less money. Start with 40% off semi-custom cabinets with soft-closed doors from Home Decorators Collection. With free design services, you'll get them just right. And with shipping in 2 to 10 days, you'll get them right away. Rethink your options during the Rethink Kitchen and Bath event going on now, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Now through September 3rd. 
1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Uh, three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV $180 for internet equipment on return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it. Even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. So here's the situation right now in the National Football League where you have the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, that's John Harbaugh, now indicating that he's going to sign a quarterback. The reason? Joe Flacco injured his back while he was weightlifting. Everybody right now is anticipating, Trent, that that signee is going to be Colin Kaepernick. Mm. You good with that or not? I I just I don't understand the hate of Colin Kaepernick. Has he regressed as a quarterback? Yes, absolutely. But to think that he is not one of the top... 64 quarterbacks in the world right now that he can't at least be a backup somewhere it's completely laughable we all know that but there are other parts of it there are politics that play a piece and unfortunately that's a part that still plays here but in terms of him 
just going out, getting a job? Yeah, he should. I, he, he is good enough. He is talented enough to do that. And we'll see. A, a spot that certainly with uh, what Baltimore has been, solid team, an excellent coach. I, I think John Harbaugh is one of the best in the business. Pretty good landing spot if that turns out to be the case. I agree. I mean, that would be a very good spot for him. And he would be not so much in the limelight. He's going to a smaller market team. Mm -hmm. And it would be an opportunity then for him to just kind of settle in. And I don't really want to use the term hide out because you don't hide out. But in the NFL, nobody does. But if you are the backup quarterback, you're pretty much on the sidelines with a clipboard in your hand with a baseball hat on. It's a good gig. You can get them, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to have that gig, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy B, day baseball yes. going on right now. Yeah. And uh, we got the Brew Crew, who struggled against the Nationals. So Bryce mm-hmm. Harper hits a homer in the sec- in the first inning, makes it 2 nothing right away. Right. 1-2-3 go the Nats in the second. And then we get to the third inning, where the Nationals put a seven spot on the board. But it wasn't over there. Oh, no. They go to the fourth inning. Already with a 9-1 lead, the Nationals do this. A single, a Harper double, a Zimmerman homer, a walk, a double, a ground out, another homer, a walk, a strikeout, a wild pitch, and another strikeout. These innings have been absolutely ridiculous. Through four, Nationals 15, Brewers 1. Uh, If I'm Milwaukee, I'm, like, just shaking my head. Like, how did this happen? We were rolling along, playing pretty good baseball, and then all of a sudden they all hit the wall at the same time. I don't know. Look, we, you and I both agree that the Washington Nationals, aside from the Cubs, probably the best team in the National League Eastern – Eastern Division, don't don't you agree? Oh yeah. yeah. Aside the the Dodgers in the West, the Nationals in the East, the Cubs in the Central, and wouldn't you put if anybody right now is equal to the Dodgers, it's not the Cubs, it is the Washington Nationals, and they are playing just like they're playing Little League. I mean, they're just the kid in right field plays for Milwaukee, and everybody's hitting the ball to right field, and all they're doing is circling the bases because that poor kid has no clue. It is ugly. The Brewers' struggles continue. We'll talk some more baseball coming up a little bit later on the show. 225, Zach Reimer will be here. We'll hit the baseball scene with him. Coming up on the other side, we got some Big Ten football talk, a little Cleveland talk as well. What's happening with Kyrie Irving? We go to the source, Ken Silverstein. He'll be next here as we continue on. Back with more live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, it's Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. Gentlemen, JCPenney is celebrating Black Friday in July. This Friday and Saturday, save with amazing spotlight deals at Black Friday prices, like up to 60% off brands like Stafford, J. Farrar, Foundry, and more, including big and tall sizes, and select items like $7.99 St. John's Bay polos and shorts for $9.99. Plus, this is the only time of the year you can stack on your coupon and save an extra $10 on top of Black Friday prices. Hurry, and Saturday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 726 to 729 on select items in store and at jcp.com. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hold everything for less. The Pack Store Save event is going on now at the Home Depot, and the shelves are full of smart moving solutions like moving boxes from as little as 77 cents, bubble wrap, moving blankets, packing tape, all in one place. Moving is stressful enough. Getting what you need in one trip shouldn't be. Make your first move to the Pack Store Save event going on now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is a message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or 27000 